One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. Uh, I'm Jax. <laughs> uh, I'm Serge. I am Franco. Uh, you can think of us as the... Oh, we are your... Oh, God, I f- We're your... Oh, my God. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, not literally. Oh, no? Okay. Uh, are we your, prof- we're your non-advice podcast, unprofessional, and we're the brothers and sister and... Unprofessional is right. And, yeah. God, oh, my. It just literally escaped my mind. I just watched like a train crash in slow motion. That was awful. <laughs> I feel like we've been really nailing the intro lately. After I we know, did that poll and everyone was like, yep, I keep know. it. Well, I think 75% of people said, yep, keep it. We've just hit our stride with it. And this was, and we just I crashed know. and burned. No, I've ruined it. You've ruined That's it. That's all right. Well, you know, every now and then it happens. Mm. Um, well, we're the brothers and sister you wish you had, um, but never did. And we're here to answer. All your questions, big, small, in between. Uh, And if you have a question, thanks to those Ronnies who have sent some through. Uh, And if you have a question, please send it through to us at Can We Help You on your socials. Or you can go to our website, canwehelpypodcast.com. Now, very quickly, I want to start the show uh, very timely. Um, Has everyone got their Taylor Swift tickets? Oh, my God. No. No. I was trying to help no. a girl at work get them. I don't care. I don't want to go to. T- I like. I don't. Apparently, you don't want to go to Taylor Swift. Four million people in Australia yeah. trying to get tickets. Four million. You're like one of the only people who doesn't want to go to Taylor Swift. Well, I'm just not a Swifty, and there are so many people who are so desperate to go. I'm like, why? And also, uh, okay, I went to a concert at a core stadium where she's performing in Sydney in February this mm-hmm. year. Went to the Chili Peppers, and it was the sweatiest night yep. of my life. And I'm like, I'm not in the mood to go stand in a concert with a bunch of sweaty people again um, listening to three hours of Taylor Swift. What about just for the cultural moment, you know? See, I I know exactly what it would be like to be at that concert. Like, yep, massive stadium, a bunch of people, she's going to be on stage singing, whatever. I actually legitimately want to go to the show 
and be part of the car park crowd. Have you seen these yes. videos on TikTok? Oh, yes. Of thousands and thousands of people listening from the car park. That's the cultural moment that I want to be Agreed. a part of. I feel like that's so authentic because those people just want to be there. They just want to hear her music live and they're willing to stand somewhere where they can't see her but they can hear her and sing along as a group. It's like um, what was the concert? Maybe it was the Chili Peppers actually when they were in Australia and there were people like walking singing their songs like as they were walking away from, you know, oh. the big mass people at the end of the show and they were all walking oh, yeah, along singing under videos. the bridge. Yep. It was quite nice and I'm like, oh, oh that's like the best part of. See, yeah, that's the like thing as well. When there's four million people music. trying to get these tickets, then like the real super fans, the the, the top like Taylor Swift fans are going to miss out and they'll be the ones in the car park. So if you want to yeah. be a real fan, that's where you go. Taylor <laughs> Swift, just a little, uh, little, little, just, Here's a freebie from me. Thanks. Set up a bloody okay. You you you're at all these places. Set up a couple of bloody live sites like the tennis does. Mm. Charge twenty bucks to get in. You could make so much money. Big Taylor Swift party. Just stream the the screen. You've got a screen there anyway. Stream the fucking thing. Twenty bucks a ticket. There's another. You could fill a whole other stadium with those people. Yeah, I'm sure there's not really the licensing laws to allow an official event like that. And like tickets, I don't see why not. Like if they've got a decent quality live stream, like think about like in in Melbourne, they've um, they've announced that it's like a what is it a major event event, or like they've got yeah new new permits or whatever. Think about what they did for the World Cup in Melbourne. They opened exactly. They opened like a stadium, an arena, and they filled it up and they played it on the screen. Yeah, they were yeah. at Fed Square. People were yeah, people were at Fed Square shitting their pants. What you if know? instead of playing in Sydney, she plays Swift. in every stadium in Sydney at the same time, oh, and it's my just God. the good one and then the one with the screen? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, it was pretty crazy. I walked through my office. So two girls in my team were desperate to get tickets, of and course, so they had. Um, so we have double screens at work. So they had one one browser up on one screen, one browser up on the other in the waiting room. They had on their phones, on their laptops. I joined on my computer for them and said, I'll leave it up <laughs> for you guys. If it gets in, go for it. Apparently, though, the system worked that it could recognise, A, it was random, so it didn't matter how long you sat in there for, it might just let yeah, someone in. I don't like, no. firstly, because I was. No, I that, was, that shouldn't be how it works. I was on there just, A, for the fun of it, and B, to help people back home try and get their tickets. And I realised that, so when you go on to other ticketing services, it puts you in a queue and it says you are 7,000th in the queue. Mm. And you're like, all right, cool, well, you know, we'll see what happens when we get there. And you can go and you can go to the loo, you can get a cup of tea happening, whatever you want, pop the tally on, come back, and when it's your turn, it goes, ding, 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 it's your turn to buy tickets. Mm. Um, but but the ticketing company that's that's doing it in Australia, none of that. No. All random. And yeah. you don't, and so you yeah. sit there and you're like, I might never like. There's people saying I sat here for eight hours and yeah, nothing I know. happened. I know it's crazy. Yeah, so I did a walkthrough of my office at 10 a.m. yesterday. Every female mm. computer had the waiting room. Every, <laughs> Every female, female computer, computer, <laughs> computer with a female sitting at it is what I meant. Oh my god! I assume that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And everyone's like, "Did you get him? Did you get him?" And everyone's like, "Good luck, guys!" Like it was nuts. And we were all hoping, and we work in media, we often get. Um, access to pre-sales and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, are we getting any? Are we getting any? No, nah, 
no one got any. No not. one got any pre-access. I did hear a bit of a pro tip though, because there were a lot of people buying it at work. The way that Ticker Tech works to to stop like bots and, and kind of people, mm. yeah, yeah, scalpers, is they'll take your IP address yes. and they'll they'll say if you've got too many people on this IP address, oh, then no, no one can buy tickets. They so when people are on their work, work Wi-Fi, yes, then oh. then none of them get it. Yeah, I think no, we did sucks. have one girl get tickets, but I don't know if she got it on her phone or whether she was on. She our was probably computer. the one girl in the office who got them. Yeah, she was the one yeah. that they let through. She was the chosen one. Hang on, are you you mm. asked this? So are you planning on coming down under to see Tay? Well, here's what happened. So. The day before, it's been a bit of a Taylor Swift week. The day before. That would be a very you thing to do. This is why <laughs> Mrs. God. Veggie likes fucking she, Tay. Yeah, uh, loves Taylor Swift, you know, on the bloody bandwagon. So here's what happened. I'm sitting here on, so um, tickets, the pre-sale, the big, big pre-sale for Australia happened on uh, Wednesday, Tuesday our time. Tuesday We're Wednesday your time. Your, your mm-hmm. time. Uh, the day before, Monday our time, um, it's. I'm sitting working, right, and we we work from home, my wife and I, in opposite ends of the house. <laughs> and because, like, we don't really have music on or anything, you know, I work in podcasting, so sometimes I have to listen to stuff. And I can just hear at the end of the other end of the house, I hear this, <gasps> and I was like, "What the fuck has happened?" <laughs> and then I hear like running over, and she goes, "Is this a scam?" And I was like. What is it? And it's a text from Ticketmaster and it says, new Taylor Swift show, Los Angeles, go on now to get your tickets. Oh, my God. And I was like, this could could be a scam. Yeah. And it was like, here's your unique code. And I was like, this feels scammy, right? It's like, and it was, the link was like, you know, livemusic.th or something. And I was like, I don't know about this. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I was like, look, here's what you do. Go onto the website and we, we got in there on the laptop. Go onto the website. Go onto Ticketmaster website. Don't follow the link on the on the um, SMS. Go onto the Ticketmaster website. New show, Taylor Swift. And we're like, oh, my God. Clicked on it. Went into the queue. And it was like there are 400 people in front of you. And we Whoa. were like. You're in. So it was like a second. secret show. Hang on a second. And then it went ding, 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 time to buy your tickets. And it went put in your code. We put in the code. The map came up. Oh, my God. Fuck. And then it's this like sudden rush of like, you know, the seats are disappearing as you're trying to click. I know in Australia it was like. Emptying out your bank account. (laughs) Yeah. I've got to put money over. In Australia it was like, I know you picked like a a section and then it Mm. just automatically gave you tickets. This is like you pick your ticket and so you're like pick these two and you're like, I want those tickets. And they're like, sorry, someone already bought them. And you're like, fuck. So then you've got to pick two more tickets and they're like, sorry, someone already bought those tickets. And so anyway, we get two and it's like next and then it goes to the checkout. Um, And I was like, oh, my God, we got the tickets. And it was like a moment of celebration. And then I got a text because it turns out they were texting people who had signed up you know, months and months and months ago for, you know, the LA concert to go to the original dates. They were texting them. They just dropped the tickets and they're like, go now, buy your tickets. So then I got a text and I thought, I wonder if I should buy some to sell. Jackson. And then I thought, no, no, no don't be a dick. Don't on. be like that. Let the You're Swifties get their tickets. Yes. And then later on that night, I, I thought I shouldn't have done it to myself because I was looking and I was like, 
there's still a lot of tickets here. I could probably buy a couple just on sale. And then later on that night, obviously that I've gone by that night and um, I jumped onto one of the reselling sites and literally the two, like tickets in the section that we bought. So we got it, you know, face value, it was like 200 bucks a ticket, which was amazing. It's like mm. cheaper than Australian tickets. Mm. Um, good seats. Those very same tickets are now selling for three and a half thousand dollars. Oh my each. god! <laughs> See, there's laws. There's laws in New South Wales that prevent that. So, well, yeah, I mean, and Victoria, can, it did. Can do it, it did cross my mind as well. Oh, like, obviously, sake. people are so like, evil. No, I didn't even. I didn't even jump on. But yeah, like, no, Please it's not be. legal here, right? Like, no. yeah, would it be easy in LA if you just bought some two hundred dollar tickets <laughs> and just chuck them up on this side? Is that how it works? Now I'm that, like, there's I a problem put there. Some tickets up. I should no, have got some tickets. No, but have. I feel no. I feel I, I couldn't do it to the Swifties. I think out the there. real solution is they should make it illegal. But until then, I don't blame you well, for wanting to do yes, that. Yes, they should. So, did you get Australian tickets as well? No. So, I mean, we were trying to help people at, back in Australia, and we thought we'd just get on for the fun of it for the Australian pre-sale. We couldn't get in. I don't know if it's because we had American IP addresses or mm, what, but maybe it just sat there and sat there and sat there and sat there. So. But at the end of the day, we were happy. Well, you know, the wife was happy because we got tickets to Taylor here in LA. It's in like six weeks, and we're Yay! going. So oh, pretty wow. cool. How exciting! Last minute show drop. Yeah. Well, we're recording this on Thursday. The the sale, the last, the tickets go on sale tomorrow morning. So mm-hmm. I'm anticipating it's going to be another day like that in um in my office tomorrow. It is pretty wild because it's it's like a. I feel like. I mean, it was it was kind of different here because they cancelled the general on sale, right? Because they sold too many pre-sale tickets, and so mm. no one really got the chance to have that big, almost like cultural moment. But I feel like in Australia, there's just like it's like everyone, everyone on Instagram, everyone on Facebook, everyone on Twitter. It's like all the news from Australia is like it's all Tay. Was anyone able to get Taylor Swift tickets? Yeah, <laughs> I do know a few people who got tickets. So it sounds like the site did what it was meant to. People were just annoyed that they weren't told, like, oh, it's a queue, you're this number. Like, it was just really random. Um, but congratulations if you're listening and you're an Aussie and you got a ticket to the Taylor Swift show. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, well done. Hope you enjoy it. I'll see you in the car park. Hey, I've got a question. This one comes from Ronnie, who got in touch via Instagram at Can We Help You Podcast. Oh, thank hey, guys. Hello, Ronnie. Ronnie writes, hey, guys, it's been a while since hearing a wedding-related question, so I thought I ought to send oh, one in. Oh, beautiful. Oh, we're back here. Okay. <laughs> I've just gotten engaged <laughs> and we are full steam ahead into wedding planning. I know who I want to be my best man and groomsman, but I haven't really spoken to any of them about it before. I'm unsure of how to approach them and ask. I'm scared I might either underplay it and not express their importance in my life, but I also don't want to be too cheesy or corny or overkill. My best man and I in particular can get pretty awkward about anything touchy-feely. What should I do? Can you help me love Ronnie? <laughs> congratulations, Ronnie. Yeah, congrats. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, congratulations. That's um, kind of a tricky – I mean, you know, guys, we can be very weird about <laughs> feelings, you know? Yeah. Um, especially with our close mates. So, um, uh, look, I, you know, I mean, our wedding was very, very small. We had only had about, I don't know, there was maybe 20 people max. We did. Did you have a bridal party at all? Well, there wasn't really a bridal party, but, you know, um, 
my wife's uh, sister was the her, you know kind of her pseudo maid of honor, and my best mate was kind of my pseudo best man. Um, and I, I don't know if I really remember how I. I think I was just like, oh, you, you know, you want to be, you know, we're not really doing anything, but uh, would you, yeah, should be my my best man? Oh, how like, romantic! Oh, yeah, cool. Um, well, I mean, not <laughs> yeah, romantic, but how how loving, how you know, what what great <laughs> friendship that is. It's just you know when you're That's a just guy, how you do it as a guy. It's. It's, yeah, I don't know. How did you do it, Franco? Well, I feel like there's there's two approaches. There's the way that I was once asked to be a best man and the way then there's the way that I asked my people to, like, be part of the bridal party. Um, I was very drunk at a party. We were, like, we were pretty young, like 19 or 20 at the time. And um, one of my, like, best mates pulls me out the, the front of this, like, house party and just says, um, like, this is probably at like 1 a.m. 1 I think it was just before someone was about to get picked up or something. <laughs> He's like, um, hey, do you want to be, um, you know, one of the guys, one of the guys that like stands up at the wedding? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that's, yeah, I was one of the guys. Um, that was great. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And then how did you ask yours? Um, so I was very lucky because I didn't technically have like a, a groomsman, like, per se it was kind of a joint bridal party between me and jess so jess did all of the asking technically but what we did is we like would get dinner with a couple of our friends like we asked them all one at a time kind of and we had a a card that we that we gave them and it was like a scratch card so they scratch off like the message it was as cheesy as it could possibly be so they scratched it off and it's like will you be in our bridal party so there's oh. that, but I feel like I only got away with that because Jess was involved. Yeah. If, that, if that was a guy-to-guy thing, that just wouldn't work. <laughs> oh, no, that feels like to me, you know what that feels like is, you know when you see on movies and stuff and they do the big, like, group Zooms and they're like, uh, unfortunately, if you're on this meeting, yes. that means you have been made redundant. That's what that feels like to me. Uh, guys, if you're in this room, you're part of the bridal party. Oh, I did ask someone when I was drunk. It was genuine, but I was standing there. I'm like, oh, fuck, I should just ask this person to be my bridesmaid. I wasn't very good at it because we did organise the wedding, so we were asking people to be in our bridal party before we then cancelled and decided to elope. And, yeah, I think Shane, I'm pretty sure I was with him when he asked his groomsmen. We were out for dinner and it's the same deal. I said, oh, how are you going to ask them? He's like, I don't know, just ask them. Like, I think it's nice for guys to be, you know, I know it's, I I don't know, I guess it's not as big of a thing for guys maybe, but I feel like it's like an important moment in a friendship, you know, like oh, it's. Yeah, look, I I agree with you. I just feel like there's, um, you know, this is one of these toxic masculinity things. It's like guys have trouble being vulnerable with other guys. It's just a thing, you know. Yeah, I feel like it, it's a little bit easier kind of, I don't know, depending on who you're asking maybe, but like it's it's easier when they know that you have like are planning a wedding and they know that you're about to like figure out who your bridal party is and then when they say, hey, I've got a question to ask you, you kind of already are maybe expecting it. There's um, a little bit of that. Uh, sorry, can I just interject here? I don't know if anyone is aware of this, but I've got a special guest waiting in the lobby. Yeah, so shall we in. let them in? Yeah, let Yes, in. please do. Okay. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Special guest, special guest. Hello. Oh, there's a special guest. Who's g'day, that? G'day. G'day, special guest. Hello, everybody. Hello. Introduce Hello. yourself. Where are we going? Um, my name's Cody. I just thought I'd pop in and check out what's going on in here. <laughs> Good day, yeah. Cody. I, uh, Thanks for joining, uh, Cody. What's didn't, going on here? Didn't know all three of you be in the room. Um, Cody is Jax's mate, and I think Cody wants to say something to Jax. Well, uh, yeah, Jax and I are pretty good mates, I would like to think. I, yeah. um, I have to say it did only just dawn on me that uh, you've probably already discussed the question and I haven't heard any of it. So I don't really uh, – <laughs> let's just hopefully none, no one said anything about being really cheesy on a podcast and springing it on someone. But uh, either way, here we are. Um, Jackson, I thought it was about time I asked you. you uh, how would you feel about being my best man? Oh, I'd love to be oh. your best man. Yay! Woo-hoo! Oh, he's even ready with the wedding music. He That's got it up. Oh my God, how did I do that? It's like I planned it. It's like you knew something was happening. <laughs> you had no idea, oh, did you, No, I had no idea that this was happening. Um, no. Sasha told me she had a question come in from... Uh, a private question come in from Instagram, and so I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. And then a special guest popped into the lobby, and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening here? We got it. So, we did uh, it, Cody. Well, thanks, for the, thanks for bloody asking. No worries. It's like, very cute. I know I've, I think I've been someone's best man before, but I, I haven't really had a practice on how to be asked or how to ask someone because um, <laughs> when I think I was someone's best man, the only time it's ever been mentioned was on their podcast and they've never said it directly to me. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Hang on, hang on. So Jax just, I, Jax just told us that you, it, it was you, right, Cody, who was Jax's quote-unquote yes. I, I, I think yes, so. Yes. I've assumed so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he pretty Jax much just told, told us, us as much. There wasn't anything really official, was there? No, no, no I <laughs> yeah. wouldn't say official, no. Yeah, yeah, Jax was like, yeah, yeah, we had our mates, but well, they were pseudo. You were called a pseudo best man as opposed to right. a best man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you well, know, I was like, oh, would you, you know, would you bloody, you know, be, be up there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> would you bloody, you know? Yeah. This is much better. Cody's done oh, a much sweet. better job at asking. Yeah, this is. You know what? I got to say, Cody is very. He did the old bloody surprise um, uh, engagement with his uh, f- uh, lovely fiance, and now he's done the bloody surprise uh, best man question. He's very good with the old surprises. And look, I got to say, um, I was a bit jealous that I've never had a friend think to do something like so surprisey. 
I don't think I've ever been surprised. No one ever wants to surprise me. And I was like, oh, this is so nice for Jax. And I'm really glad that we could have a part in you proposing to Jax to be your best man. I think it's really nice. Well, I, I do have to say, I think it was it was um, sort of spelled out a bit in the question, I think, but um, <laughs> I, just too awkward to actually bring it up in a normal conversation. The only way to bring this way up for too, us too no, is no, to actually I, spring it yeah. on you without any sort of buttering up beforehand. Yeah. Way yeah. too awkward. You know, it's um, I was kind of getting a little bit concerned because I was like, you guys have been talking about your wedding coming up and, I, you know, obviously – you send us to save the date and stuff, and I was like, I wonder, I wonder if he's gonna ask me to be his best man. Oh, see, like I said, you've got it in the back of your mind when you know that someone's getting married. Then, then you're just thinking, hey, maybe, maybe this conversation will be the one. And then I was like, what if he, uh, what if he asks someone else? Then I was like, what the fuck's gonna happen if he asks someone else? So when's the wedding, Cody? Tell us about the wedding. Is Jax, so Jax is gonna have to head down under then. Uh, yeah, so Jackson should be around in Melbourne town, uh, April, April next year. Yes, we've already booked our flights, so we'll be there. Um, and of course, we're going to have to book a flight for you to come here for your Bucks Night in Vegas. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I hope you know that that means you're shouting and that you're shouting all of the. Group. Oh well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. oh, the connection's <laughs> actually um, not too good. Um. He said um, that you're shouting, and by the way, I am available for the Bucks night. Oh, good. Oh, Franco's coming. Yeah. Can nice. I be an honorary right, cool. Buck, Great. please? Yeah. I'd like to come as well. Nice. Great. Um, for all oh, of your efforts yes. to help me here, I think all of you deserve to be there either way. Well, can I just say, Franco did nothing. This was all me. Um, Franco. Yeah, this was all Sash. I got a message 10 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> hey, there's a special guest. Go with me. <laughs> don't fuck it up. He's like, okay, what are we doing? What's happening? I'm like, don't worry. Just come along for the ride. Just be here with us. Um, uh. Well, there you go. So how do you – look, I'm going to admit in the, in the message you said it can be awkward being touchy-feely. I know this is kind of jokey and, like, fun, but I think this is a nice gesture from one friend to another to try and surprise them in a fun way. So, boys, how does it feel having been a little bit touchy-feely, you know, with each other, theoretically? It feels a lot easier to do it over a screen. <laughs> I I was going to make the exact same point, and I have to say, over a screen with other people to um, interject into the conversation, so it's not just the yeah, two of us staring at each other. Awkward, I do yeah. have to say. Otherwise, the only time actually we were touchy feely, not not touchy, but. Not literally. Oh. Anyway. Well, emotionally touchy and feely. Uh, we've touched twice. We've only sh- shook hands twice in our lifetime and <laughs> yeah, both of them true. were very uncomfortable. Aww. I feel like the, the one time we've gotten exceptionally vulnerable with each other is when we were both absolutely shit-faced when we first became <laughs> friends. So oh, maybe wow. this would have otherwise turned into a very, very drunken night that, that ended up with the, like Franco, Franco's friend. Yeah. Look, every good friendship has a story just like that. That's fine. Yeah. Well, there you go. You're a best man, Jax. I look forward to hearing your responses to the question and uh, seeing how yeah, I should gonna, go about it. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to go and listen to what we said about it first. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, enjoy well hang on. Let's just say a Ronnie – I mean, Cody asked the question obviously, so there's no Ronnie who's waiting to hear an answer. But let's say there was a Ronnie listening who was like, man, I'm in the same predicament. I think this is a good example. If you don't want to be too sentimental, and I'm not saying try and do it on a podcast, you might not have access to that, but – 
surprise them in some way that's fun <laughs> and relaxed. Take them to a beer garden, put a, I don't know, a, a ring in the bottom of, of the beer, give it to them to drink. They drink, what the fuck's this? Well, I'll be my best man. A Do ring. something fun. And, You're not proposing. I don't know. Oh, oh, well, yeah, I don't know. A bow tie. Put a bow tie. That could tie. send the wrong message. Wait, I thought a you were bow tie. That's going to get wet and gross. I don't well, I wouldn't put a bow tie in there. I don't see anyone else coming up with any other ideas except for Cody. And like I said, you can't. Not all people can ask on a podcast. Well, Franco said get little scratch, scratchies. So Ooh, maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah, there's yeah, a scratch, way to do it. That's a brilliant could, idea. Could work. Or just like the non-podcast version of, of this, I guess, would be get your your best man to have dinner or lunch with friends that aren't you and then just kind of walk up behind him <laughs> and surprise him that way. Yeah. Well, but then what if the friends are people who are not going to be in the bridal party? Then it's awkward. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, unless they host a podcast with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Hopefully something along there helped a Ronnie somewhere one day. But we helped Cody, so that's something. Oh, very lovely. Thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. Thanks, everyone, for the the surprise. Um, And, uh, yeah, uh, see you you in bloody April. (laughs) I look forward to seeing you then. Thanks for listening to the Can We Help You podcast today. I always go to say this week, but we do two a week now. So We do. I was going to say you're rattled from our special guest, but you fumbled the start as well. So I know, this I is fumbled just the start. It's like, yeah, it's been rattled. It's, it's the Taylor Swift tickets, I'll tell you. Oh, it's the Swifty week. <laughs> Um, thank you to, I know we didn't ask any technically Ronnie questions this week, but thank you to the Ronnies who did respond to our request for questions last week. We're going to ask again, uh, get in touch at Can We Help You Podcast on socials or on our website, canwehelpyoupodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll speak to you uh, on the next episode. I've got to go. I've got some um, wedding planning to do with the uh, with this with it with me, mate. And so uh, see yeah. you guys oh, yeah. next oh, time. You're in, charge of, you're in charge of the bucks now. Yeah, That'll yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah. off you go. Go get the flight. I've got a speech to write. Oh my god! Oh. Well, you got you got a while. You've got almost a year. So what is it? June? Yeah, you got almost a year. You're fine. Maybe you guys can help me write the speech. Right, just chat GPT. It. You'll be fine. All right. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Bye. 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 catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.